Recorded live in the Phantasmo Lounge, high atop the Kurt Sadamac building in beautiful Midtown Portsmouth, Virginia, it's Phantasmo After Dark with your host, Rob Floyd, and co-host, Phyllis Floyd. Tonight's topic, Wolf Cop. Well, hey everybody, welcome back to the old podcast here. Hey Phyllis. Hey Rob. Tonight, we're going to talk about the movie Wolf Cop. But, before we get into that... Before we do... Before we do, gotta mention that uh, last weekend, we went and visited the National Audiovisual Conservation Center of the Library of Congress up in Culpeper, Virginia. They have a movie theater in this place. Who knew that would be in Culpeper, Virginia, yeah. of all places? Okay, before, before I tell you why we went there, what we went to see, let's set this up. It's in the middle of nowhere farm country, Culpeper, <laughs> Virginia, up on a hill, and it looks like you're going up to the house on a haunted hill. I thought when you that, turn in, it I looks like from the, the road. Google Maps was taking us to the wrong place. Yeah, from it the road, like it looks like an, like an abandoned ab- building. Yeah, it's all <laughs> ivy. Taken over, covered in ivy. It's amazing. And it's this big building. It looks like the house on Haunted Hill. It does. It's great. And I, you know, we turned in, I thought, well, maybe it's beside this. Maybe it's near it, and this road just goes up the hill by it. No, we get up there, and that's what it is. And once you get to it, you see that it's not abandoned. Yeah, and it actually looks very nice. It's just like ivy and stuff yeah, growing on but the from side. The road, it's very well taken yeah. care of. From the road, it looks like something else. But they have this theater up there, and they show movies all week long, for, and it's free. You can go see, you know, it's free, but it's, it's what, Culpepper's what, hour, a couple hours away from here? A couple, it's like four. Four hours away from here. So we drove four hours (laughs) to see a movie that's not been shown in theaters since its original release in 79, 78, I don't remember the year, I should, but I don't. We drove four hours to see Skate Town USA. And it was glorious. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> My God, it was good. It, it was so much fun. It was so bad and so cheesy. And it was worth the first five to ten minutes was worth the whole drive. Yes, it was. It, it, at the height, it was started to be made at the height of the roller disco craze in the 70s. But by the time it was released, which was only <laughs> a year or so later... It was the end. It was the end of the roller disco craze in the seventies. But the cast in this thing, you had Scott Bayo, young Patrick Swayze, yeah, first, his very movie, first movie. Ron Polillo, Horseshack from Welcome Back Carter, Ruth Buzzy, Flip Wilson, uh Joey Ross had a walk on. Oh God. It's just it's packed Billy with Barty. people. Billy Barty, for God's sakes, is in it. And there's other faces you'll recognize throughout, and it is a horrendous mess of a movie, but it is so much fun. Uh, I think it's on YouTube now. It what didn't used to be. It wasn't before. Right. So you might be able to catch it on YouTube. At the very least, do yourself a favor and watch the trailer. Oh, it's something else. It really is. It really and is. It and, was, and it was on YouTube. Uh, we looked the last week because yeah. we were curious, and it was on YouTube then. So. so we may have to watch it again sometime. Yeah, that was that. Was Relive amazing. the pain. That was quite amazing. So, I, you know, if, if you're uh, in the States and you're anywhere near a Library of Congress 
building. I don't know if they have more around the the country. You should see <laughs> if they have a theater because apparently they show yeah. free movies and they show good stuff too. I mean, we looked at the stuff that they had the original King Kong they had shown a few weeks ago, and yeah, and they show other cool stuff around Halloween. So it'd be worth checking out if you're near there. Yeah, and it's free. I mean, you can't beat that. And it's a nice theater. It was a very nice theater. Yeah. The only downfall is that at least at this theater, they don't allow you to have any refreshments or popcorn or yeah, food, anything. drinks, anything in the theater. Yeah, you can't so. eat anything in the theater, which I mean, you know, everybody really wants to have some popcorn and drink, but it's okay. I get it because they don't really have like anybody to take care of the theater afterwards. No janitorial staff coming in and cleaning I guess up after not, that, yeah. I guess. But, but it was it was wor- it was well worth the drive. It was. It was worth it. And we had a lot of fun. Got yeah. to visit with a friend of ours who actually works there, which is how we learned of the, uh, well, we kind of were the reason that the movie got shown, so <laughs> or Rob was. <laughs> yeah, I showed her this trailer. We were actually at Monster Bash. I don't know how the subject came up, but I showed her this trailer. Rachel. And she's, Rachel, and she's like, oh, my God, I, I've got to see this movie. I said, well, good luck seeing it. She said, hang on. Let me see if we got it. We have it. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> so she checked, and within a couple of minutes, she came back and said, we've got it, and we can show it. <laughs> she said, I'll let you know if I can program. And I'm like, right on. And then a few weeks later, she said, we're going to show it on this date. I'm like, we will be there. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, Rob and I debated the entire drive up there. You know, who's going to be at this showing? Nobody's going to show up for this movie. It's going to be Rachel and Rob and me. Yeah. We're going to be the only people in this entire theater. And the place was packed. Yeah, there was a ton of people there. And, and the amazing thing was there was this, and it was a lot of older people there, too. Yeah. And I figured, okay, these are a lot of people who li- who were around were there, and, and yeah. you know, and, in their 20s or something when this was going on. Yeah. But there was this one guy there whose sister was actually in the movie, one of the extras in the movie yeah. somewhere. So that was kind of neat talking to him. That was very cool. Apparently, he, he had a a disco a carnival. A disco sh- sh- road show it, at one that's point. That's just yeah. insane. Who even knew that happened? But, you know, good on him. But anyway. Yeah, we digress. Yeah. There's tangent number one for you. Who yeah. knew you were going to get Skate Town <laughs> on you know this particular podcast? But that's okay. It was well, we fun. did debate about doing a podcast on just skate, on Skate Town, Skate Town, and Roller Boogie, <laughs> but don't have a copy of Roller Boogies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you have it. Anyhow, so back to Wolf Cop. Yeah, Wolf Cop. Now this movie, this is a good one. It, it get a bunch of friends together, get some pizza and whatever you choose to drink, and sit down and watch this movie. Yeah, it, it is a it is a great joy. I stumbled upon it by pure chance when it was on Netflix years ago. I say years, it hasn't been that many, but it's been yeah, a it few came out years. in twenty fourteen is when yeah, it came out. So it was a few years back they had it on Netflix. It was the first time I had ever heard of it. And I stuck it on our queue and one day I was flipping through and I was like, Oh, I put this on our queue, Rob. I figured you would enjoy it because, you know, duh, it's a wolf and Yeah, werewolves and yeah, stuff. Yeah, Rob's and... gonna enjoy it. So we watched it and were pleasantly surprised yeah. by just how yeah. much we liked it. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. And it's it's one of the it's a movie that you expect it to be trauma bad. Yeah, you really do, but it's <laughs> and not. If you like trauma movies You'll like this. Okay. You'll love this because what it what it is, it's it's the concept is a trauma concept. Yeah. Okay. It definitely is through and through. But it's like if Troma had a better budget mm-hmm. and better actors yep. and made a more solid movie. It's yeah. not, it, it doesn't get silly like some of the Troma stuff does, which is, it's part of their appeal. I mean, yeah. I'm not putting them down. Troma, I love Troma and they're fun, most of them, you know. But this is, 
what I want out of some of the trauma movies that I don't get. Yeah. Yeah, I think that Wolf Cop has recently gotten a little more play because I, if unless I'm mistaken, I think that Joe Bob. Joe Bob Briggs? Yeah, Joe Bob Briggs yeah. just played this. Oh, he might have. Yeah, so I, I think, because I think okay. Kim said something about oh, okay. watching this it's recently. A, it's fun. It. I mean, they even did a sequel. Now, the sequel is basically kind of just a rehash of the first one a little bit. Yeah. And it's okay, but you've seen the first one. Yeah. You know, so, but you, you got to have both of them. A lot of the cool stuff about this is behind the scenes is how they got this made. If you get the DVD or the Blu-ray, watch the extras on it. And the steps they went through to get this movie made, they they made a trailer first before they ever made the movie. Yeah. Sort of a proof of concept to sell, to get investors to make the movie. And it's kind of neat to look at the trailer and then look at the final movie and see what little... What changed. Little thing, little design elements that changed. Yeah. The same, they had the same ideas and scenes in mind, but they, they uh, did change a bit. Yeah. And it's... Oh, man. I can't tell you how much fun it is, though. It is... It's better than I thought it was going to be overall. Yeah. It really is. I'm not saying it's high art. I'm just saying it's a lot. <laughs> you see a, a title, Wolf Cop, and you know, and you expect one thing, and you get, well, this is better than the title suggests. You yeah, know, yeah. And it does have some, you know, some nods and winks and some comedic little bits in it. Sure. Of course, it has to. It can't be. Well, with a name like Wolf Cop, yeah. you can't go for like you know. It's not high drama, drama either. Yeah. <laughs> all the special effects, it's all in-house uh, on-camera effects. It's not practical. digital. Mm-hmm. All practical effects, and so that it really adds a lot to it too. Yeah, you know? I agree. And the werewolf makeup is cool. Yeah. And his... Uh, <laughs> I only have one real complaint. I think it's the same complaint you have about the... the oh, the red lips? The red lips. Yeah, yeah that looks that a little weird. That kind of bugs yeah. me. But other than that, I mean, it's really not that distracting, so... Yeah. Basically, the plot is you get... You don't know it at first, mm-hmm. but there's this group of immortals, mm-hmm. changelings, and to stay immortal or to keep on you know living longer, some, for some reason they have to drink werewolf blood. Mm-hmm. That keeps them going, even though werewolf is a changeling, also. But they're a different kind of changeling, anyway. Go figure. Uh, so they, yeah. In case you haven't uh, figured it out on this podcast, we, we're we're going to talk about the plot. So yeah, spoilers <laughs> here. Anyway, so through a series of events, this guy becomes a werewolf, and these guys are. They also run drugs in the town, I think is what it is, isn't it? Yeah, there's a Some little bit people. of subplot. Yeah, there's a lot of corruption. Answer. Anyway, yeah. and the guy who's the werewolf is, he, he's cool. He's a good actor. He's yeah. uh, pulls it off really he's well. He's He's a drunk. Yep. He's, a, well, he's, an, he's not a drunk. He's an alcoholic. He is an alcoholic, and he is a cop. And he's a cop, and he's, he's still an alcoholic when he's the werewolf. <laughs> yes. It's almost like he needs the alcohol as a werewolf. Yeah. To help him. It's like it's like spinach to Popeye or uh-huh. something. <laughs> and when he becomes a werewolf though, he doesn't become a mindless raging beast. No, it's no. kinda like the Hulk. Yeah. Yeah, he just he's a werewolf and he's super strong and has all the werewolf stuff and but he's still a cop. Yes. And he still has a job to do. That's right. And apparently he can weld. Yeah. And when they get, <laughs> they take one of the police cruisers and they change it into the wolf cop mobile. Yeah. And it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, he's he's the werewolf and he's he's in the shop, you know, welding his car into the yeah. wolf cop car. It's amazing. I mean, it's not a very long, it's a short montage, yeah. but it was pretty funny. But the coolest thing about that, you find out in the extras, that the guy who plays wolf cop, um, what's his name? Leo um, Farfard. Leo Farfard. Uh, I don't know where that last name comes for from. 
<laughs> but he uh it's, it's french canadian yeah, he's actually a welder mm-hmm. and he did he worked on the car yeah he helped make the car for the movie yeah and they Which were is really cool yeah and it's not you know what it was they were talking I, they had started filming i guess and they were like we got to do this to the car blah 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 and he's like hey i can weld and they're yeah. like cool so then he started working on the car and he helped yeah. make the car that was really neat i thought that's it's one of the things about this movie that i really like i mean i i know that this adds a lot to it for me and i don't know if it does for anybody else but i really like that homegrown feel well it's a real you know? grassroots production if yeah. you look by the watch the behind the scenes stuff it does show how everybody chipped in and did everything on the film yeah and how they started from they got the trailer and they even put the guy in the makeup Mm-hmm. And went to conventions and things. Yeah, to, and had a table to promote to try to get the film made. Yeah, before it was even shown. Yeah, and they end up entering some kind of it's it's a Canadian film, so they ended up yeah. uh, doing some kind of Canadian television contest or something, or maybe it's an internet based contest. Something, I can't remember. Yeah. Um, and they they won that. That's how mm-hmm. they ended up making the film, getting yeah. backers or whatever. So it's quite amazing. The only face, well, there's two names in it that I that relate to other films that we've talked about. I think everybody else I haven't seen in anything really, mm-hmm. but the, there's a guy Jesse Moss who was the drug dealer, mm-hmm. gang leader guy in this. Yeah. He was the preppy asshole guy in Tucker and Dale versus Evil, right? And which was an am- I don't think we've done a podcast on that. We should. That's an amazing movie. That is an amazing That's movie. That's funny as hell. I love that movie. And uh It's a suicide pact. <laughs> yeah. These teenagers run all over my <laughs> killing themselves all over my property. <laughs> and then the old lady who was the mayor, Corinne Conley, turns out was the old seer, the old witch in Return of Count Yorga. Right. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. So Oh, one of the, talking about the actors, the people in the movie, his sidekick in this, the comic relief, basically, what was the name? Gitch was the character's name? I think so. Yeah. He, <laughs> he was pretty funny. He was a good character. He had a lot of good lines and was the, the not the conscience of Wolf Cop, but you know, the guy so he could bounce his lines off of. Not that I don't know if he ever, if he really needed that character. I mean, RoboCop didn't have a, yeah. Sidekick most of the movie. It was mainly just him. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that really the heart of the character, he's, he's a good guy. I mean, ultimately, I think he was a decent person. He was just an alcoholic. Plus, you know, you were drunk, so I knew it was you. you yeah, know, he was he just a, a kind of a rough life. A, yeah, kind of a, a he had th- you know, his life had gone into the shitter and yeah. he was still doing his job as a. Uh, deputy in this small town yep. in this small this Where shit town. Where there were town, exactly two basically. deputies. <laughs> yeah. And it turns out that almost, not almost everybody in town but a lot of the people, the town leader people were in on the conspiracy yeah. and stuff. I mean in this, it kind of has a little bit of um, there's a little bit of the, the Satanist film in this. Yeah. There's a little bit of the, well I mean there's definitely the, the werewolf film in it. There's, yeah. The uh, detective kind of thing going on. Yeah, there's, trying to find out what's going on with the yeah the drug a, ring and all that. There's a little bit of everything in here, and there's the sex scene. There's I was just getting ready to say, and then there's the sex scene, <laughs> which is so bizarre. Oh, this girl comes to see the, Little well, Red Riding Hood. Yeah, <laughs> my what big teeth you have. Ooh, that's not all. His 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 buddy Gitch 
they they put him in the cell in the cop station, and they're gonna film him turn into the wolf wolf cop. And I forget why they're doing this, but the bartender lady that was hitting on him earlier comes there dressed as Little Red Riding Hood and tells the guy to leave, and she ends up getting in the cell and making it with the wolf cop. Right. And loving it. Indeed. Oh, now I forgot to mention too now. You know it's going to be a good movie because five minutes into the movie, you get a tit flash. <laughs> I mean, you know, bare tits, five minutes into the movie or less than five minutes in. Of course, I don't think you see any of the rest of the film, though. Um, they hook you with that. <laughs> well, you do get a little bit during the sex scene. There was a body double for her. Oh, that's right. You did get a quick. Yeah, yeah. Not much. A little bit. Which and you would expect it. a lot in this type of film. Yeah, you would. But th- I think that's it. Yeah. It really has, it has kind of a 70s kind of feel to it. Yeah, but like, it's kind of a no time. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, it, the the 70s monster horror movie. It's got oh, yeah. A little bit of that kind of feel, but it's shot like a, a movie made in the 90s or the 2000s. Sure. Yeah. The way the cameras yeah. and the scenes, the quick cuts and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have, it's, I say quick cuts. Doesn't have jerky cam stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. You know? I thought you meant the time period that it is set in. Oh no, I'm just talking about the way it's it's made, the gotcha. look of the film. Um, yeah, yeah. It doesn't say what you assume it's present day. Yeah, you, you just know? go with present day, but it doesn't. Some of it does feel like it's an older, like it's set a little older. You know. Yeah. Well, one but, being in that small town. Yeah, that helps. It helps, you know, whereas life's a little slower in a small town. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> this is one I I. I hoped the sequel would be better than it was. Yeah, me too. Um, it's not bad. It's just compared to the first one, it's just kind of mediocre and retreading the same ground. Yeah. It you was know. a little forgettable to me. I mean, there's a lot about it I just don't really remember. The first one's very clear in my mind, yeah. and not just because we watched it again recently. Oh, yeah. But, but the second one, I just don't really it was remember new. a lot about well, it. Like I said, in the second one, it's just retreading the same ground. They don't yeah. bring anything new to the table. Yeah. They even, one of the characters that, died in the first one comes back in the second one it's like no big deal oh yeah you know yeah. and because they they oh, wanted, I do remember a little they bit wanted the dynamic yeah. back yeah i guess you right, know right instead of creating a new character or doing something else i don't know yeah there was a little bit different about it i'm remembering now yeah but anyway yeah go ahead there were some interesting special effects and shots in this that i didn't expect like the barn being blown up Oh yeah, that was quite shocking. That for, was a big effect. Yeah, for but this the way they film. did it is they built a miniature. Yeah, but not a Which miniature wasn't super mini. Yeah, they built <laughs> they didn't build actually a miniature. They just built a barn that was like half the size of a real barn. No, well, maybe not half or third. I mean, it was yeah. It was like it a was third like the a size. shed compared to a barn. Yeah, but they made it look just like the barn, so it looked like the full size barn. Yeah, and then blew it. And up. then they blew that up, so mm-hmm. it was a big explosion, but not quite as big as a big as a full barn. But it looked great on camera. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I actually remembered or not remember, but I, when I was watching the movie this go around, because you know when we watch it for the podcast, I try to watch it with a little more critical eye to yeah. think of things like that but <laughs> when i was watching it i thought wow that's uh that's pretty impressive for this type of film you yeah. know small type oh, yeah, film yeah. you know little budget and blah 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 and then when we watched the extras afterwards they actually talked about how they did it and i was i was really kind of surprised because i was watching it for those uh-huh. types of things yeah. and i did not pick up on the fact that it was a miniature <laughs> they did a really no. good job well, it helped that it wasn't a miniature miniature. Yeah. You know, it wasn't a small, it was just a scaled down size. You yeah. Know, that, so it was still big. So that did help it look more 
not like a little toy. Yeah, know? yeah. The other effects, like the blood effects and when the werewolf is fighting the guys and ripping that guy's face off. And oh, yeah, and ripping those, his arm off. And he's ripping his arm off. Yeah, those were pretty good. Yeah. That 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 came across really good. I was, yeah. You know, I like that stuff. Yeah, those were nice. How about his first transformation in the bathroom? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> There's a scene. I'm not going to give that away. No, you've got to see it. There, but It has got to be the most horrific werewolf transformation yeah. I have ever seen. Let's just say he's in this bar and his stomach's upset and he goes to the bathroom. He thinks to throw up because he's alcoholic and he goes and he stands from the urinal taking a pee and then he starts to transform and yeah. it is horrific. What <laughs> The first part of the transformation. <laughs> <laughs> but it's one of those transformations like uh, classic werewolf literature where instead of him just sprouting hair and stuff he sheds the human skin i think yeah, right? right he like pulls the face off and yeah he does he pulls his human face yeah. off and the werewolf's underneath it uh so that was kind of horrific and grotesque and cool at the yeah, same time it was pretty awesome you know? and then he just wrecks shop on a couple guys that come in there yeah yeah and they literally uh it leaves his face behind because later the next day his fellow deputy the lady what was her name? Oh, I, I forgot her name. She's yeah, like, oh, got looks, it. This I looks always... like you. <laughs> Tina. Tina oh, yeah. was her name. Yeah, Tina has her <laughs> has this human face in front of her, like a mask. This looks like you. It's like a face. It kind of looks like you. Ooh, got the stub over at the brewery. Do some investigating. <laughs> <laughs> it had it had some some great one liners and stuff throughout the movie too. I like like when he's driving by and he sees the. The homeless guy on the street. Hello, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> he's nodding. He just keeps on going. You know, like it's no big deal. Yeah. Oh, and his name, the character's name was Lou Garou. How appropriate. Duh, which, you know, is, <laughs> of course, French for werewolf, basically, or wolf man or man wolf or in different variations of Lou Garou yeah. over the years. Lou Larou, Lou Garou. You get the idea. You get the, yeah. Something like that. I, you know, this is a, a really fun, It's a, I keep going back to it. It's a fun movie. And it's a fun watch. And it's, especially with the Halloween season coming up, I, I'd recommend this. Get Like I said, get together with some friends, get some pizza, get some libation, and, <laughs> and kick back and throw this on and have a good time. It's not real long. It's not, what, hour and some change? It's not, yeah, a, yeah, it's it's, not a it's, two hour it's movie. Reasonable. Yeah, and it, is it goes on, so fast. Yeah, it is on Blu-ray and DVD, and you 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 could get it at Walmart a little while back. They did have a two-pack actually yeah, now both of both movies in the same on the same disc. Yeah. After I bought each one individually, I found that out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you can definitely get it on Amazon too. You know, so. Yeah, it's uh, it's well worth the money you spend on it, or you know, if you can find it streaming, go for that. Whatever. Whatever you like to do, watch yeah. it. It's uh, it's definitely worth the watch. It's a lot of fun. You'll get a lot of laughs. Yeah. I the only thing I really wish, wish we could have seen better was the the wolf cop car because it was really cool yeah. looking. It was a little dark, so you couldn't see it real well. I mean, it's nothing spectacular. They just no, modified just a little bit. Neat. It's kind of mean looking. You yeah, know? it looked like it would have been. They take the the cop cool. lights on the top and they turn them around long ways. So yeah, it goes so the like length of the roof. Yeah, it's like a mohawk <laughs> of lights. And he, he cuts uh, W into the hood. Yeah. 
and they paint the whole thing black and rip the doors off, and uh, it just becomes a badass ride. You yeah, know? it looked cool. Yeah. Uh, what was it? I said 2014. Yeah, this is when it came out. So yeah. it's been out for a little while under a lot of people's radar. Yeah. And there's a lot of a lot of subplot we left out. Whole lot oh, of subplot. Oh yeah, yeah. We We're not going to go and here. cover the whole plot of it cuz there's a lot There's a lot it, with Tina, his family, his dad, her dad, yeah, mean, lots you, of stuff going You find on. out how they're connected and knew, you know, their dads knew each other and then the how the town council people are in on the whole thing with the gang running the drugs and then the uh, the changelings and the immortal and it's all kind of a convoluted mess yeah and to, you know until you watch it you, you got to be paying attention though yeah there's a to little get bit all that. yeah it's not just a <laughs> it is a popcorn film for sure but there's actually a little bit of plot there so oh, yeah. It, it's, yeah it's it's a lot of fun and it's more of an action film i think than an action dark comedy yeah with horror elements and it is a horror yeah. You know, movie. It's not really a horror film, no. It's not. Yeah. I mean, there's there's some horror elements, obviously, and there's yeah. horror horrific scenes. Yeah. There's, there's a little bit of gore. Yeah. There's a few cringeworthy moments for sure. But it's one of those that I'll definitely watch it again. Um, I'm sure. Yeah, you know, a few it's times. a lot of fun. It is fun. It can it's one of those you can watch and it's mindless fun, or you can watch and really, you know, get into the plot that's going on too. It either either way. It yeah. works either way. Absolutely. You you can sit there and kind of watch it, like I said, for mindless fun and not get lost. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot more going on that you can get involved with yeah. and sit down and watch it too. So watch it with a bunch of friends. Watch it by yourself. Just watch it regardless. Yep. Good times. I can't think of much more to say about that. I mean, this I guess this is a pretty short episode. Unless we sit down and want to dissect the plot and go into it, and I don't. It, think this isn't necessary. really a high art film, and I don't think it's really worth it to do that. It's just the plot moves along, you know. Yeah. And there's a lot going on in it, but it's not. What do they mean with this, or how did you interpret that? It's not that at all. No. <laughs> so. No, I'm sure that there there are a few things you could draw from some of the plot that you know reflect things today, but it's not. Worth oh doing yeah, that. but it's not. Yeah, it's right now. Mainly, it's just a fun popcorn yeah. film, and. You know, hey, you get lost for an hour and and have some fun yep. and watch this movie. Yeah, go and for if it. you like werewolves like I do, you have to watch this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the werewolf's good, indeed. Yeah, so that's about it then. Yeah, I guess that's about this. it. So all that's left is to do the world revolves around Planet of the Apes game. Indeed, indeed. The reason we do this, <laughs> many many years ago, for anybody who hasn't heard this story yet, and. You know, I tell everybody. I'm so. sure many people have, so keep yeah. it short. <laughs> My buddy Clayton and I came up with the idea, and this is long before the Kevin Bacon, the Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon game. We fi- we figured out that the world revolves around Planet of the Apes, and you can connect anybody and anything back to Planet of the Apes in a few steps. Sometimes longer steps, sometimes shorter. Longer though is some is really fun. So we do this at the end of just about every episode. Phyllis gives me somebody or something from the movie we're talking about, and I connect them back to Planet of the Apes to see how long it takes so well this one you really don't have many options being it was a very small small film so i'm gonna go with uh jesse moss okay jesse moss Mm -hmm. who was in tucker and dale versus evil with alan tudyk indeed who's been in i love everything (laughs) jeez he was in well, I could go Firefly and Serenity. I mean, you know. Yep. Oh, 
I think I can do this God, that's easy. One. You could do this one. Yeah, you could do this one. Okay, Jesse Moss to Tucker Dale versus Evil to Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk to Firefly Serenity with Ron Glass yep. to Barney Miller, Barney Miller. to Chano. Uh, oh, Gregory Sierra. Yeah. From and Barney Miller, who was one of the mutants in Beneath the Planet of the Apes. Thank you very much. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. There's the Planet of the Apes game for this episode. Indeed. <laughs> that was very fast. Hey, life moves fast, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's this episode. And uh, that's about it. I don't have anything else to add. <laughs> I guess so. Already working on the next one. Indeed. So... That's it, everybody. Thanks for listening. Good night. Good night.